truth. Chilling. Truth. And that's what I decided I'm going to murder my mother. I didn't feel what I had to face what I had done ever. He kills 33 times. I'm a king, man. I decide who does what and where they do it at. We're going on, um, like, like, I think 40 days straight, 110, 115 weather. Yeah, but, you know, they're just pumping that oil out of the ground, and that's what matters, because somebody's making money somewhere. Yeah, I don't want to get into that on here. All right, so. That's the important thing to remember. Yeah, who the fuck are we talking about? Oh, my God. God, dude. We're talking about someone who, believe it or not, I would say is probably worse than BTK. So we're talking about uh, just this fucking dickless, pussy, fucking piece of shit named Elliot Roger. And if you don't know who Elliot Roger is, he uh, had like a he had a YouTube channel where he would go on there and talk about how. Uh, you know, like nobody wants to suck his dick and like how everybody else is getting their dick sucked except for him and how he wants to fucking kill a bunch of people because of it. So uh, this is kind of like Ed Kemper, I'd say a little bit like him. He was up in UC Irvine. Is that where that was? Uh, Santa Barbara, California. Santa Barbara. University of, University of California. Santa yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, so uh, on May 23rd, 2014, skunk face Elliot Roger killed six people and injured 14 others by gunshot stabbing and vehicle ramming in Isla Vista, California. So yeah, he killed um, yeah, the six people and then, uh, you know, of course killed himself because he's a fucking giant pussy. So. But in this case, I support it. You know, he was a waste of fucking he was. Uh, so I want to start. I want to start with an excerpt from his manifesto, which is titled "My Twisted World." <laughs> <laughs> so fucking emo, Sounds dude. Sounds like a fucking MySpace header from 2005. <laughs> okay, are you ready, dude? It's so bad. It's so bad. Okay, <laughs> let me do my best. Uh, my best sappy incel voice here. <clears throat> Humanity. All of my suffering on this world has been at the hands of humanity, particularly women. It has made me realize just how brutal and twisted humanity is as a species. All I ever wanted was to fit in and live a happy life amongst humanity, but I was cast out and rejected, forced to endure an existence of loneliness and insignificance, all because the female of the human species were incapable of seeing value. Dude, you were such what? a fucking piece of shit, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Incapable you know, of seeing value in me? That's your fault, dude. Well, honestly, he's just a more extreme version of most people today, you know, with their fucking social media and having to, like, validate. Oh, no, yeah, he's definitely, like, the nice guy. He's, like, the incel hero. Like, they praise Elliot Roger as, like, a fucking martyr, basically. I, it's uh, I, I didn't know anybody would do that for a deal. Oh no, game. yeah, yeah. They, they do. We'll get into it a little bit. Uh, so I guess I should explain what an incel is. Incel means involuntarily celibate. Basically, they're a bunch of crybabies 
who can't get laid because they're insufferable to be around. They're extremely entitled. They think the world owes them a fucking Victoria's Secret model while they get to be fat slobs who don't understand one single bit of interaction with a girl. However, they would be a lot less harmless if it weren't for one singular thing, and that is the internet. Now, I love the internet. I use the internet every day to research or look at funny videos, but the internet allows these degenerates to get together in various forms and discuss how they are so mistreated because women aren't interested in them. And of course, yeah. it's not their oh, fault, not it's everyone else's fault. Yeah, yeah, it's just like they're... Man, I don't know how to describe what an incel would look like, but basically, it's... It's just, it's what I, just, I mean, it's like what I just said. They think they deserve... Like, they think they deserve a, like model girlfriend when they're fucking 300 pounds and play fucking call of duty all day and eat snacks all day i mean you're never gonna like it's not gonna happen man. i'm sorry i think it's funny i mean they really don't understand what they're not missing out on you know a data model it's not all cracked up you know it's not dude i can't imagine it being any way fun uh it's it's not bro it's not yeah yeah, I mean, I, unless you, I, I mean, you unless you're you just that, that dude that needs to be validated by walking into a room and people want what you have, I mean, that's great. But uh, other than that, there's no substance. There's no, I mean, the insecurities that lie within are fucking just. Yeah, exactly. But these guys do have an enemy other than women, and that is quote unquote Chad. So Chad is like their name for guys who are in any better shape than they are so just about everyone and their chad or the chads are taking all the girls uh you know and of course they blame every every woman as well so it's just yeah it's i don't fault. know man it's just terrible so to put into perspective how dangerous these guys can be they they look like i said they look at elliot roger as a martyr as a martyr uh like he's their hero dude like he they think what he did is totally fine because he did it in the name of I can't get my fucking dick played with by anybody. I wish I could meet I wish I could meet a guy like that just so I could let him know that he, you know, is a dumb dumb. Like it just sucks to suck. Like I don't feel bad for anybody that doesn't know how to interact with other human beings. I hate interacting with other human beings. I know how to do it and I I, I have to because of my job, but I can't stand it. I mean it's not terrible i mean i like interacting with people but these guys they know how it's not that they don't know how to interact with people like they can play on a fucking headset and play like a video game all day and talk with people there but as soon as like a girl comes in they just fucking oh you fucking whore you fucking bitch why won't you fuck me or you fucking fuck all these other guys it's like they just i don't know how to get like to the bottom of incels but we can do a whole episode on incels let's just get to the incel in question here, and that's Elliot Roger. So to understand a reasoning behind the killings, we need to get to know him, unfortunately. Uh, you won't like it, much like I'm sure all the other people who knew him in real life did not think he was a player. Oh, I know I'm not going to like him. Oh, I'd literally rather hang out with Dahmer than hang out with this guy. He fucking ate people. I mean, I'd rather hang out with Dahmer. At least then, you know, maybe we'll get drunk together, and then he'll fucking strangle me, and I won't have to deal with him anymore. So Elliot Oliver Robertson Roger was born in London, United Kingdom, and moved to the United States with his parents when he was five years old. He was raised in Los Angeles, which always breeds just the best people ever when you're born in Los Angeles or you're raised in Los Angeles. 
His father right. is a British filmmaker, Peter Roger. His paternal grandfather, photojournalist George Roger. His mother is a Malaysian Chinese research assistant for a film company. He had so many chances to be cool. Your dad's rich and a filmmaker. Your grandfather was a fucking photojournalist who probably went all over the world. Well, yeah, he, take he came photos, from dude. a family that's like, yeah, no, he came from a family that is obviously established, but they, they set goals and they reached them. And he just was a sad sack, dude. Didn't know how to do that. But yeah, but he's in L.A. in college. He could have been smashing so many girls. Just wear a camera around your neck and a fucking big wad of money in your pocket. Not if your attitude so easy. sucks. If your attitude That's sucks, I know, but I'm saying like a town like L.A. Like you got L.A. where it's he just a just bunch been of cool, people though. walking around. Yeah, but they just like you're chasing a dream that's just not e- not even realistic. I hate walking up and down the streets of L.A., dude. It, I get so annoyed. Just why? I'll just go watch people. And it, it annoys the shit out of me. Like, they're just waiting for a break or w- waiting to see a celebrity or someone, just someone and something that they have no idea what it is, but they want it. Silly. <laughs> you sound like you just don't want people to enjoy themselves. You're not, How are you enjoying yourselves? Like, <clears throat> I don't see how that's It'd be enjoyable. cool to see a celebrity. I've never really been around celebrities. I think it'd be pretty cool to run into one on the streets of L.A. I, I guess not really. You know, I was walking out uh, across the front of the El Capitan building in L.A. one night, and that's where the uh, the fucking the Jimmy, not Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel? Name? Jimmy Kimmel show is filmed. And nice. Did you see Jimmy Kimmel? No, but I was walking by and there was a large crowd of people and I stopped a stranger. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, oh, Will Ferrell's getting out of his car to go in and do a recording. And I was like, that's like everybody was like losing their shit just trying to like see him. They, they, he wasn't close enough to talk to. They were just wanting to like see him from across the parking lot. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, I, that's want- a, I will say that's a little strange. I've never wanted to see anybody that bad. This is ridiculous. Not even me. Well, I, that's the thing. I would rather hang out with you. Then go searching for celebrities that uh, we're probably not going to have anything in common. They don't have time to talk to me. Uh, and, you know, I only want to talk about the work they've done. And they don't, I don't want to talk about work. If anybody came and asked me about work, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of treat it like I, I don't know. I don't get starstruck. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I don't, I've never really been starstruck either. So, yeah, it's, it's, that's all it is. So Roger attended Crespi Carmelite 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 sounds like a fucking energy drink. He attended Crespi Carmelite High School, an all boys Catholic school in Encino, Los Angeles, and then Taft High School in Woodland Hills. I'm sure going to an all boys uh, high school did not uh, help him very much in the way of talking to girls. No, he didn't have a whole lot of opportunity. No, he did not. Uh, he graduated from Independence Continuation High School in Lake Balboa in 2009 and briefly attended Los Angeles Pierce College and Moore Park College before moving to Isla Vista in 2011. He attended Santa Barbara City College. In his manifesto, he said that he dropped out of his classes in February 2012. Uh, so Roger had actually – he'd actually been seeing a therapist since he was eight years old. The family attorney, because they were rich enough to just have a fucking attorney around all the time. Uh, said he had never been diagnosed with any type of mental illness. He was diagnosed with pervasive developmental disorder, not otherwise specified, and autism spectrum disorder, uh, and that was in 
2007. And I guess you'd probably know more about uh, whatever the fuck that is than, than I, I mean, I'm familiar with AU and like, I mean, the spectrum of autism, but this developmental disorder, uh, that's pretty vague. I mean, there are a lot of. Yeah, it kind of just sounds like he disorders. sucks being around people. Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to knock on the AU side of it. Uh, and when I say AU, I just mean autism. Um, but <clears throat> I. Honestly, I mean, as far as the therapy, uh, everybody in L.A. probably has a therapist. So, I'm sure it's a big city, and uh, lots of people go there. <laughs> so, by ninth grade, uh, Roger was bullied relentlessly in high school, and wrote later that he cried by himself in school every day. In one incident, his head was taped to a desk while he was asleep. It's <laughs> kind of funny, though. That's pretty funny. How I mean, how hard was that? he asleep? Yeah, tape makes yeah, a lot I mean, of noise. I mean, do us out. Oh, that's pretty funny, though. That's a, we, funny. we had to we had to open up the duct tape outside of the classroom. <laughs> You're trying to get up. <laughs> you fucking suck, dude. Going. I hate you. <laughs> he deserved it, man. Uh, uh, so he says uh, in his manifesto, he says, "I got okay. I'm sorry. This is, bullying's not funny, but I mean, sometimes bullying's okay." It's uh, not that we all get to... bullied, okay? You need to be more resilient, dude. Like, find yeah, but I mean, meaning and purpose in each day. That's your responsibility. No one else's. Or just punch that bully in the fucking nose and then be done with it. Yeah, or don't, and then talk about it with your therapist. You're giving them all that money. If, if, you, if your therapist That's can't make you feel point. better about it, then stop giving a therapist your money. If you're Elliot Roger, if you're a normal person like the rest of us, punch him in the face. Or he you, says it you got could to give some point. cash to a dude that will whoop his ass. Like, I don't understand. That's true. If you have the money, though. If you don't have the money. You're this kid had the money. Right. He could have hired a quote-unquote bodyguard in his school, and then he would have been fine. So he says, it got to a point where I had to wait in a quiet corner for the hallways to be clear before I could walk to my class. I also took long routes around the school to avoid bullies. My parents began to consider not letting me continue continue there after ninth grade. I mean, I guess I agree. That's that's pretty intense. That's pretty. In, that, would, that would suck. But still, fuck this dude. Yeah. So, like every good incel, he developed an obsession with a video game, and that video game was World of Warcraft, uh, which dominated his life for most of his teenage years and briefly into his twenties. According to Roger in 2012, uh, he became so obsessed with WoW that while on winter break he was at his father's house and his father's new wife, Samaya, was quote-unquote suspicious of how much he was playing it. I'm not sure what the fuck she was suspicious of, though. Like, what is, do you think he's fucking, I don't, I don't know what else he would be doing. She's just playing a video game. Why, I don't know. I mean, maybe he was, she was just a parent who was, right, but maybe she was just a parent who was concerned with the amount of time that their kid was spending in front of a fucking video game. Well, she's a stepmom, so get the fuck out of my face. You're not my real mom, Samaya. I don't know, but any adult. I mean, right, but that generation is not familiar with the video gaming, you know, industry. So anybody that sits that long in front of a video game, you know, boomers and, you know, just older generation dudes are going to be like, well, I don't think it's healthy. So maybe that's what they meant by suspect. Why don't you go fucking, you go chug a Coke and get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. So... Uh, during, uh, it was also around this time that Elliot was going through puberty, which we all know is super fun, super easy, and no one ever has any issues with. Uh, so about this, he said, 
It was during this winter break that I experienced my first masturbation and ejaculation. It was one of the most peculiar and memorable experiences of my life. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shit. Let's go back to the fact that he's going into his 20s when this happened. No, 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 no. The, he went, this is... Uh, oh, this he, is manifesto. Okay, yeah. this is... Okay. No, he's yeah, this is talking about a previous time. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he says, At this point, I was officially going through the stages of puberty, and I had lots of sexual urges. I often fantasized about hot, naked girls while rubbing my penis against my mattress at night. Once while doing this, I felt an intense stirring numbness all around my fully erect penis, and it extended all over my body. It felt magical and ecstatic, and I kept rubbing my penis on the mattress. That was when the orgasm happened. I couldn't believe how much pleasure I felt from that. I looked down at my penis to see that my semen had poured out all over it, like a volcanic eruption of white, sticky fluid. <laughs> Should we talk about poet, the first time dude. we masturbated <laughs> to get into the Elliot mindset here? <laughs> <laughs> it's so much detail for no reason we don't need to know all that there's no point in it, it is so he started masturbating pretty frequently uh, he would go look at pictures of girls online but didn't know how to access porn sites so he'd go to regular sites and find a girl he thought was attractive and worthy of his seed Elliot says the boys in his class talked about sex a lot and they talked about how they have sex with their girlfriends Elliot said this was quote the most devastating and traumatizing thing I've ever heard in my life Boys having sex at my age of 14? I couldn't fathom it. Traumatic? Well, no, well first of all... That's dramatic, dude. Yeah, but uh, no 14-year-old should be talking about the sex that they're having. I get that. But, uh, dude, honestly, I was almost 17, dude. I was one of the last dudes in my whole group of friends that was sexually active, but it was never, like, a psychological, like, beating that I was getting from it. Like, I, it was... I, for me, I was at that age where, you know, it was, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. So, like, Magic Johnson's, you know, full-blown AIDS. And, you know, I didn't want AIDS. So, I was like, dude, I'm good. As so long as I have sex, I'll never have AIDS. Like, I just, So, you, you know, thought the 17-year-old girls you were going to bone possibly had AIDS already? Exactly. That was my level of you knowledge. You were a stupid child. How <laughs> like, do you mean. have so much education now? You were so dumb. Well, I've learned a lot since I was 17 and a half. I'm just saying before yeah, that, I did not know anything about the female anatomy, nor, but it didn't, it wasn't breaking my heart every day. I didn't feel like I was missing out. I had a pretty run-of-the-mill childhood, even though I wasn't sexually active until I was 17, dude. Oh, so you never wrote a manifesto about how girls don't want to fuck you? No, it's fucking silly as shit. I don't not understand yet. that. Well, well, now I'll never be able to. It's not an issue these days. But it, it's... <laughs> it's a quick little fucking flex there that you fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you've seen them. They don't call him Johnny the Fuck Machine for no reason. Yeah, like Johnny Two Fucks is uh, what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> More like Johnny Two Pumps. Johnny Two Pumps. <laughs> 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 Johnny Two uh, uh, But maybe yeah, he should have been having you know, sex at 14. He might not have grown up to be such a fucking incel. Well, yeah. I don't know. But this I did like lead him to kid think... not fucking at 14. He could have just been normal. He could have just lived a rich kid life and had a fucking pool. You know how many friends you can get if you just have a pool at your house? 
Yeah, why lot. are you not getting laid if you you don't have to say anything? No one has to know you're a dumbass. Just don't speak. Just show everybody all your cool shit, and you're gonna get laid. <laughs> exactly. You had like, so much. Cool. <laughs> he had so much opportunity to be cool, uh, and he just squandered it. Uh, just didn't know how to use it. So even at 14, he says he hoped the, that the boys were lying. He said he could did not scri- could not describe his hatred and envy of those of those boys. So from 14, he already has this fucking fucked up mindset. Clearly what he had was an inferiority complex. He felt inadequate his whole life, and any rejection or anything happening that made him feel less than, he took it 100% personally and felt attacked. And that's just... You can't live with that mindset. No. How many uh, how many followers did he have on YouTube before the, the last YouTube video he made, obviously? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he had a whole lot. I'll have to look it up, but I'm not really, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Uh, if you want to look that up while I read this next part, that'd be fine. Well, now it's just going to show me how many he has now, and it's probably an astronomical number because he's well-known. Well, you'd have to be pretty fucking dumb to subscribe to up, a dead guy. I feel like a, I feel like a douchebag just looking him up on YouTube. Oh no, you're gonna hate the videos if you watch them after this episode. Oh, I've I've already watched instance, them. I've saw them when the whole thing came out years ago. Yeah, it's so that's how I think my impression is uh, pretty good because that's exactly how we talk. Oh, for sure. In one instance, he was in PE class, and a quote and uh, and obnoxious boy, quote unquote, named Jesse, was bragging about how he had sex with his girlfriend. Elliot told him he didn't believe Jesse, and Jesse played a recording on his phone of a girl saying his name and panting. Elliot said, said this made him feel inferior to Jesse, and he hated Jesse for it. I mean, I understand feeling inferior. I wasn't the coolest kid in middle school. I mean, I grew up lower middle class. Some of the kids in my school were upper upper middle to upper class, so they had cooler shit than I did. I mean, I felt impure, inferior plenty of times, but it never made me want to go on a shooting spree because I'm not a fucking loser. Right. The high school went on, though, as it does. Uh, Elliot was still obsessed with WoW and played every day when he got home. Uh, he learned one of his teachers, Mr. Perales, played as well. Elliot said this made his days at school less mundane. Uh, he he had what he called the closest thing to a friend group. They were his online friends in WoW, James, Steve, and Mark. Even when playing online with his friends, Elliot said he felt like an outcast in the group. Steve and Mark only considered him an online friend, never a real friend. Yeah, probably because on the mic you were a fucking pain in the ass to deal with all the time, complaining all the fucking time. Nobody wants to hang. If you think, if you tell people like, oh, Phil, I'm ruining the party. I'm, I'm no fun to be around. Then guess what? You fucking are. Because if you have that mindset and you're, and you're, if you're like saying that, then yeah, you probably are ruining everybody's good time. And yeah. You need to just fucking but the fact up. that you're okay with it is fucking weird. It's, I mean, it's yeah. to me, it's not too much different than the dude that goes out to eat with all of his friends, but he doesn't order anything, and it makes everybody feel awkward, but he's okay with that. Yeah, and they're like, dude, are you going to fucking, like, why'd you even come? Just for company? Yeah. Like, even if I'm not hungry, if I'm there, I'm going to order some bullshit food. I'll get, like, some cheese sticks or something, something. I mean, you can always just shove something else in your fucking yeah. gut. You're, gonna, you're not completely full. You don't have to eat it. Anyway. Just have a plate of food sitting in front of you. Just don't make everybody else feel awkward about it, dude. So if you're listening and you're that guy, fucking stop because your friends don't like it. I promise you they don't like being around you, and they're probably talking shit about you right now. And if you're thinking, my friend group yeah, doesn't have like a guy Elliot like that. Rogers friends. Oh, by the way, you, you can't look up his videos. What? They took him down? Yeah. Yeah, YouTube deleted all of his 
He had 22 videos uh, and a total of 400 views, but I'm guessing more of those, most of those views came before YouTube deleted it. After he murdered, yeah, sure. before they deleted it, probably. Right. So. So he found out that the three of them had WoW meetups at one of his friend's houses a lot, and they never invited him. Uh, sometime, he says, sometimes when I would be playing with them online, I would find out that they were all together in real life, and I was the only one left out. Yeah, because you're a fucking whiny-ass baby, and they don't want to have you in their fucking house. Like, it's obvious. Oh, that he wasn't... change your yeah, way. They weren't his friends. Yeah, he was just a weird dude they played WoW with online. Yeah, exactly. I, I like how he went to community college. Look, nothing against community college. I, I learned yeah, I a lot from the community college. college that I went to. No, I I went to Dallas County. Loved it. Great campuses. I went to like two or three different campuses of them uh, every time I moved around Dallas. But... Uh, so I'm not knocking college, uh, community college. I think it's hilarious that he went to community college, quit that because he's a fucking quitter, and then his shootings took place at a university where he had no chance of attending. Well, that's where all the hot girls were that he wanted to bang, and they wouldn't have, even fucking look at him. Yeah, so yeah, well, Elliot yeah, said... Sense. I'm just saying. Yeah, so about this, Elliot said, whenever they did this... I, oh, sorry. <clears throat> Let me do my Elliot Rogers voice. Please. Whenever they did this... I acted bitter towards them through the game, but they didn't even care. Even in World of Warcraft, I was an outcast, alone and unwanted. Dude, yeah, because you have that fucking mindset. Well, you know, people are convinced that... It's like that person that is convinced that everybody in the room's talking about them. It's like, dude, stop making everything about you, bro. People aren't thinking Nobody about you when you think they're you. thinking about you. No, none of us are significant in the least, okay? We procreate just like fucking cockroaches. You are not special, regardless of what your mother told you. Yeah, exactly. You're just a regular dude who probably yeah. was pretty good at WoW. You should have played in fucking tournaments and shit and actually Honestly, made something of yourself. That's probably what helped me out as a 17-year-old who wasn't sexually active. Like, I was always aware that we were just a bunch of teenagers that felt awkward just kind of moseying through life, trying to figure things out. Like, I understand that people have fucked up days and they have shitty home lives, and it didn't bother me. I, I, I didn't assume that, oh, I must be the problem. It's like, no, dude, people are dealing with their own shit. And I kind of re realized that at a young age, and it really helped with, I mean, I don't know, I was always resilient. I mean, I'm still pretty resilient. Like, I... Well, Elliot Rogers definitely was not in any way resilient. Everything no. that happened to him, he just held on to it. Well, I mean, you know, he was coddled most of his life in his big L.A. fucking pad. So. He, needs, he needs whooping. That's what he needs, his goddamn whooping. Needed. He's dead now. Oh, yeah. He, he needed a whooping. There you go. Well, being dead, I guess that is the biggest whooping of all. He uh, got a whooping from the barrel of a fucking gun in his face. Yeah. Uh, another quote from Elliot to show his mental state at this point. So he wrote this was around the same time. He says, one day I found some posts on the internet about teenagers having sex, and I was once again reminded of the life I had been denied. I felt that no girl would ever want to have sex with me, and I developed extreme feelings of envy, hatred, and anger towards anyone who has a sex life. I saw them as the enemy. I felt condemned to live a life of lonely celibacy while other boys were allowed to experience the pleasures of sex, all because girls didn't want me. I felt inferior and undesirable. This time, however, I couldn't just stand by and accept such an injustice anymore. 
I refused to continue hiding away from the world and forgetting about all the insults it dealt to me. I began to have fantasies of becoming very powerful and stopping everyone from having sex. <laughs> I wanted to take their sex away from them, just like they took it from away from me. I saw sex as an evil and barbaric act, barbaric act, all because I was unable to have it. This was the major turning point. My anger made me stronger inside. This was when I formed my ideas that sex should be outlawed. It was the only way to make the world a fair and just place. If I can't have it, I will destroy it. That's the conclusion I came to right then and there. Dude, that's just like so fucking scary and insane that he thought that way. Well, what's sad is, is, you know, he probably never asked a girl... If he could make a pass. Or... No, 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 no. These are the type of guys who are act like a wet blanket and fucking want girls to just come up and be like, hey, want me to yeah, fucking which doesn't happen like, most of the time, no, dude. No, never. No, you gotta it go tell a girl to... that you like her, all right? She's not gonna yeah, fucking you gotta know. Fuck... You gotta talk to them. So there you were probably like, hey. chicks that would have boned him, but he didn't have the fucking gusto to find out, so he just assumed no one wanted to fuck him. Yeah, no, he's a fucking piece of shit all the way around. There's plenty of hookers in the world, man. I don't understand yeah, dude, like how hard it is. Ask Gary about it. Go oh, Gary, he fucking knew. <laughs> Gary would have helped. How are you <laughs> getting raped? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if you don't know what that is, go listen to our Gary Ridgeway episode yeah. where we make a lot of fun of a man with an eighty with IQ of eighty. It's uh, very funny. So Elliot told himself he would f- uh, finish high school early at the beginning of twelfth grade, and he did. He finished uh, in mid February. Which is a kind of impressive that he actually stuck to something for once. Yeah, good, good for you. He's probably just trying to get away from the fucking bullies that were taping his head to the fucking desk probably. all the time. I was like, I'm tired of getting my fucking forehead taped to my desk. I even shaved my head and they still do it. <laughs> uh, so Ellie, <laughs> so at this point he had become visibly radicalized and his would-be take over the world and his parents noticed. Or sorry, he became rad- visibly radicalized about his would-be takeover of the world and his parents took notice of this. So they decided to do something drastic to and try and help him. Over lunch at a small cafe, they told him. Samaya, his father's new wife, was going back to Morocco, and Elliot was fucking going with her. How is He's just it, passing the uh, buck, uh, dude. Yeah. Get yeah, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with your weird ass yeah, anymore. Your Go dad doesn't her. even want to deal with it. Jeez. Yeah, dude. Sends you to Morocco, which a uh, beautiful place, but... How do you think that she felt about it, though? Like, you want to send this fucking weird, creepy kid with me now? Oh, she would have ended up dead. Oh, no. He would have fucking probably raped her and then killed her and then raped her again. Oh, yeah. Likely. Definitely probably would have done it after the killing, for sure. Yeah, because he, he's too, he probably would be like Ed Kemper, like, and my hand brushed her breast, and I was just, I was embarrassed. Like, you fucking big <laughs> pussy. Get shut the fuck that. up. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember the part where you fucked your mom's head for like three days? <laughs> Don't forget about that embarrassing part of the story. That small part, three days. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking screamed at it. Anyway, go listen to our Ed Kemper episode if you want to uh, hear more about that. Yeah. Uh, so he made a. He, uh, so Elliot says he even threw a. Ta- or no, no, no. Sorry. Let me back up. Let me back up. Uh, I, he. Uh, obviously, she did not. Obviously, he did not want to go. So he tried to find a way to stop their plan. And he even threw a tantrum and with his mother. And that didn't work. Yeah, because you're like in fucking high school. <laughs> you lay on your stomach and kick your fucking legs and scream for 10 minutes and hope that she's like, well, I guess we shouldn't send him. Nah, dude. That just made her want to get rid of you even more. So he made another plan. Escape. Uh, he stayed at his father's house 
for the last few days before he was set to leave. Then the, uh, the morning he was meant to leave, he told his father he wanted to go out for one last walk before he left the United States. Uh, when he got out of the door, he bolted. Unfortunately for him, his dad caught on and was fucking chasing him down the street. Uh, Elliot gave up, stopped running, and finally accepted his fate. I like that so he, he arrives like, in Morocco. He couldn't just walk around the corner. Like he had to run out of the door. Well, he's so fucking dramatic. You know, he's so oh, he's all about theatrics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Father will never catch me now. And he's just <laughs> fucking, his dad fucking just caught up to him super fast. Yeah. So Elliot arrives in Morocco and they meet some of Samaya's relatives. Uh, Elliot begins to cry because he's a fucking pussy boy. Uh, and her relatives are offended by this. Uh, this is their home, and he hates it on the first day. So, yeah, I'm saying they probably would not be okay with that. So Elliot bugged his mother via email every day to come home and told her how much he was crying. Eventually she gave in, and a week later he was flying back home to the United States. Jesus. He says when he got back he felt his troubles, quote-unquote, were smaller. But they soon started to bother him again. Uh, he was he goes on to say one day while riding his bike somewhere, a group of, quote, popular teenagers yelled something mean out of their SUV's window at him. This was so traumatic for Elliot. He says, the memory is burned into my brain. Dude, if I cried every time somebody yelled something out a window at me when I used to ride my bike everywhere, I'd be fucking crying all the time. Oh, it yeah. happens, dude. Well, especially just on a happens. bicycle. I cycle. People like to fuck with cyclists, okay? You just got to let it go. Yeah, you gotta quit being a fucking big pussy about it. Just let it go. Who gives a shit? Yeah, he's definitely a vagine about everything. Yeah, he's definitely a fucking crybaby. So he also goes on to talk about young couples at the mall, going to the movies and holding hands. How he longed for that type of life. But he never did shit to make it happen. He literally just wanted to a girl to come up to him, say she loves him, and just start sucking his dick right there. Like, he wanted to do nothing to, like, further his... His chance of like getting with a girl. Like no, we said earlier, he, he had these fucking rich. Yeah, he just wanted it to happen without any effort. Like things should just come to you. He could have literally been like, "My dad is a famous filmmaker. Want to come swim in my fucking pool?" And then you that's have it. Instant Boom, friends. you're getting laid. There you go. Yeah, fake friends, but nonetheless, and they're cares? at your house, and you can stop fucking like his, crying his all the time. His not getting laid. Yeah, you could probably get your dick sucked by one of those girls. Like, yeah, my dad made this fucking movie. Oh, she's sucking my dick. Like, dude, it's fucking, you're yeah, in dude. high school. Everybody's yeah, you, fucking. You, yeah, you want to be an extra? Like, here's my address. Lie to her, dude. You're in high school. Who cares? You're never going to see her again after you graduate. I'm just kidding. Don't lie to women. That's bad. No, fuck that. Sometimes you got to lie to women. I'm married, so I can't say this. I mean, so men lot of women lot of men all the time. So I mean, you know, I'm not saying all. Okay, women let's lie. not let's not let's not make this a, a, a man versus woman. We're no Elliot. Oh, Ryan. I'm not saying it's a man versus woman. I'm saying people lie, man. Fucking lie, dude. Don't fucking be so soft about it. But what's crazy is like he didn't have to lie about his dad being rich. He could have took them to his huge house. And fucking slid down the pole I'm on the stairs. You, he didn't have to they say could have anything. done all kinds of stuff. Just show your friends pictures of your cool shit. They're gonna want to come over and hang out. Yeah, they're in high school. They're so shallow. You don't even have to say anything. You just walk and be like, "Look at this. That's my pool." And they'll be like, "Dude, let's hang out at Elliot's house this weekend." Yeah, party I'm at Elliot's. Bring all these girls, and we're gonna get fucking wasted, and he's gonna get his dick sucked. And then you're the cool guy in school, man. You could have just not been a whiny ass baby. And fucking been a cool guy. Well, that's probably why they were taping his ass to his desk every day, because he had all that cool shit, and he wouldn't invite anybody to come hang out. It's like, dude, fuck this kid. Yeah. He got, yeah, he doesn't want to let me hang out at his fucking yeah, house? he's got a boat, doesn't invite anybody out on the water. Let's tape his ass to the desk. 
Right. He probably had a boat, dude. And you know, she can't say no because, you know, the implication. That's true. So he turns 18 uh, and begins community college. He meets up with some old friends and they go to his father's house to watch Alpha Dogs. In the movie, a 15-year-old has sex with two girls in a pool and Elliot says he was very envious of this even though he's fucking 18 and this kid's having sex with 15-year-olds. And this kid was kidnapped. How are you envious of a kid who was kidnapped? <laughs> hey, man. Getting your dick sucked is getting your dick sucked, okay? Yeah, I guess so. But it's Hollywood. So he's, it's a movie. So, you watch your movie so and it affects even, you that way. He even said he was delighted in the boy's death at the end of the movie because of his jealousy. I'm sorry for anyone who hasn't seen it. That's a spoiler, but it's important to Elliot's uh, psyche there. Yeah, but that movie came out 15 years ago, so if you haven't seen it by now, you're not going to watch <laughs> this it. Is, this part is so funny to me. So Elliot stalked people on Facebook around Halloween time and found out there was a party in West Hills. He decided to go, even though he didn't know anyone there. He walked to the party, paid the $5 entry fee, which sounds crazy, uh, really? which I'm pretty sure they only charged him because they're like, this dude looks like a fucking square. But we no, can get man. Somebody out You've never been to a party where you pay for a solo cup? No, dude, never. Yeah, it's $5 solo cup, and then that's how they pay for the party. Oh, well, oh. I guess I wasn't cool enough. I was an Elliot Rogers. You were an Elliot Rogers, apparently. Yeah, man, that, that's how you pay for the keg and shit. $5 solo well, cup. I've never been, so I wouldn't know. Hmm. <laughs> so he says he doesn't know anyone there, and uh, they're all smoking weed, which is fucking cool. <laughs> uh, so he stood around for a bit awkwardly and then just fucking left. <laughs> so he just wasted... Your time. But on the way home, some kids drove by in a pickup truck and proceeded to throw eggs at him, laughing the whole time. That's funny, man. That's high school pranks. It happens. Yeah. It's, not, it's not their fault you're the one walking down the street. It happens. But that's the thing. He made it about him. If it was any kid or anybody walking down the street, those kids had eggs to throw at people. Yeah. It's just – it's funny. It's just a funny prank, dude. It's high school, high school bullshit. Yeah. It's just funny. Get over it. So in September 2012, Roger visited a shooting range to train himself in firing handguns. In November 20, uh, November 2012, he purchased his first handgun, a Glock 34 pistol, in Goleta. After doing research on handguns and judging the Glock 34 to be an efficient and highly accurate weapon, as he documented in his manifesto. So this is – I didn't say this yet, but this is where he's like making a plan. You know he's planning it out. In his head, like, this is how I'm going to fucking do it. So in the spring of 2013, Roger bought two additional handguns, both Sig Sawyer P226 pistols, uh, writing that they were, quote, of a much higher quality than the Glock, and, quote, a lot more efficient. He purchased the weapons in different cities, Oxnard and Burbank. According to his manifesto, Roger had saved $5,000 to purchase the weapons and supplies that he needed. Gun law experts said that there was nothing in his known history that could have prevented him from making legal gun purchases. Okay, fucking great. You don't have to be a gun law expert to know that. Right. So let's go ahead and fast forward to May 23rd, 2014. The killing spree began at Roger's apartment on Seville Road, where three men were found dead. They had been stabbed to death, according to most resources. So Elliot stabbed, uh, I guess, his roommates more or less, uh, before he even left the house. And he sta he killed them, like, as they came home. Like, so he's like, he, this dude comes in, fucking makes it with a stabby, and then the next guy, you know, does the same thing. 
Well, it wasn't just a Police knife. Police removed though. a knife, a hammer, and two machetes from the apartment, but they did, but they have not said oh. which weapon or weapons were used in the murders. Authorities are investigating the possibility that all three men were killed while they were sleeping. But from what I heard, he like waited for them to like walk in. So Roger was seen sitting in his car in the parking lot of his apartment building at about 8.30 p.m. working on his laptop. He uploaded the... God. He uploaded the retribution video at 9.17 p.m. and sent his manifesto email at 9.18. Roger drove... Okay, this is where it gets not funny. No, it's not, it's not funny anymore right here. So he drove to the Alpha Phi sorority house in... Im- uh, what is that word? Embarcadero? Embarcadero del Norte? That looks right. Embarcadero del Norte and Segovia Road. He knocked on the sorority house door for a few minutes. After no one answered, he began shooting people who were nearby. Two women were killed and a third was wounded. He then fired at a nearby couple. The man was wounded. While the woman received a superficial graze injury. Returning to his car, Roger drove two blocks to the Isla Vista Deli Mart on Pardal Road, where he briefly got out of his car and fatally shot a student who was inside the Deli Mart. So he's just that fucking just trying to kill anybody who's around. He doesn't fucking he's oh, not yeah. a fucking martyr. He's well, not especially anybody that identifies fucking... as like woman first off, or anybody in a in a in a happy relationship. He's just not having it. Yeah, well, he's not even, he only did that to the couple because they were there, but this, he just goes in here and shoots a student. Like, he doesn't, for all he knows, that dude doesn't even have a fucking girlfriend. Yeah, he was also an incel. Kill, yeah. Killed your own kind, dude. <laughs> the guy he killed, you're killing your team, bud. Uh, so his car was even seen leaving, was seen leaving the scene by four responding foot patrol officers, but they did not identify him as the shooter. He drove south on Embarcadero. Why the fuck do they name this shit so weird? He drove south on Embarcadero del Norte on the wrong side of the street, where he fired at two pedestrians on the sidewalk, missing both. Uh, Embarcadero del Norte curves near a 7-Eleven convenience store, forming, quote, the loop, where he continues firing, hitting a woman in the leg. Roger drove south on El Embarcadero. That's like, Ed fucking, it's in here so much, and I have to keep saying it. It's so hard to say. And shot and... Shot at and missed a woman, uh, turned east on Del Playa Drive and made a U-turn and drove west where he exchanged fire with a sheriff's deputy who was responding to a 9.27 p.m. 911 call and struck a bicyclist. Students at the Isla Vista Church on Del Playa near Camino del Sur were completing a service of worship at the time and heard gunfire. Turning north on Camino del Sur, Roger shot and wounded three people at Sabado Tarde. Uh, during east, turning east on Sabado Tarde, he struck two skateboarders and shot another person at the intersection with Camino Pescadero. On Sabado Tarde, these words are so fucking stupid. I hate California. <laughs> Near Little Acorn Park, he again exchanged gunfire, this time with three sheriff's deputies, and was wounded in the left hip. He turned south a second time on El Embarcadero, then went west again on Del Playa. He struck another bicyclist and crashed on the north sidewalk just east of the intersection of Del Playa and Camino Pescadero. Roger was found dead with a gunshot wound to his head. Police said he committed suicide. A total of seven people died, including Roger, and 13 others were wounded. Uh, And so he's fucking dead now, which is great. I'm glad that he's fucking dead. I feel terrible for the victims. It's totally unnecessary because... This was literally just a guy who couldn't fucking get laid and he took his anger out on everybody else instead of 
looking in the mirror and be like, maybe I'm a fucking piece of shit and no one wants to be around me. Which, if you are just cannot get laid by anybody, that's probably usually what it is. It's definitely you. If a girl's, if every girl is not into you, you're the problem. Yeah, but like I said, I, there were probably girls into him. He just didn't know how to communicate. I don't think there were girls into him, dude. He was like... I mean, if he was on the spectrum, I mean, a, a common characteristic of autism is, uh, a, a, I mean, just issues with communication, being able to level with people. Well, he had no problem communicating through, you know, online and his WoW games. and Those were like-minded people. You're playing games with people that like the same games, and they're also other dudes that aren't getting laid, dude. It's That's so much easier to deal with for him, I'm assuming. I guess so, man. I just, I can't imagine not being able to get laid and just thinking, like, this is everyone else's fault. Like, that's crazy. Well, no, I, I it be extremely challenging if I wanted to put myself in his shoes because I can't relate on any level with that kind of dude. Yeah, because he's a fucking piece of shit. <clears throat> anyway, that's Elliot Roger. Uh, we got a creepy Reddit coming for you guys next week. I hope you're excited. I hope you're ready to get fucking spooked because we got some good ones coming. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at How the Dad's Chill. You can follow Johnny at Johnny Two Jokes. Follow the show at The Chilling Truth Podcast. Uh, go leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars or however many you think we deserve uh, for your time. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you guys on the Flippity Flip. Later. Later. <laughs>